0: CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, powered by our friends over at BetOnline.ag. I am Nick Qualia here with Marvzhan and Mike Molyneux. and it feels like 2020. <laughs> back-to-back losses, and you know what? Even early 2021, back-to-back losses. The Patriots uh, against the not-so-dead Bills a couple weeks ago. I pronounced them dead after the way they reacted after that big, uh, the game, the the terrible weather game in Buffalo. The Bills beat. I don't say beat the crap out of the Patriots, but that offense moved through that defense. Like they were nothing. They were playing with a purpose. Stefan Diggs told people in the front row to uh, shut the F up. So, which was awesome. I love that. I love the fire. It was awesome. Uh, so Patriots lose to the bills guys, 33, 21. Obviously that one comes off of another loss to the Colts the week before, obviously two top teams in the AFC. So you have to kind of measure yourself against them. Uh, First question that we want to lead it off a little bit with here. Are the Patriots dead? No longer in first place in the AFC East or in a wild card spot. Are the Patriots dead?
1: The Patriots are not dead. However, they are not who we thought they were. <laughs> so when you look at this Patriots team, you know, one thing we we were um enamored by was their defense. And, you know, led by Matthew Judon and J.C. Jackson, this defense really went crazy on that seven-game search. However, we have to admit the opponents weren't great, and you were able to mask some of your deficiencies and some of the mistakes and turnovers that you made during that seven-game <clears throat> winning streak due to the fact that you weren't facing a strong opponent. These last two games, Colts and Bills, these are good teams. Like, let's not get it twisted. Patriots lost to some good teams here, and you can't make those mistakes. These with are these Josh are Allen.
0: legit teams. These yeah. are these aren't these teams that you're walking by, like are fringe playoffs. These are these are good teams. Like I said, that you're gonna have to beat if you want a chance at the Super Bowl. That's just the reality.
1: Exactly, and I think with within that seven game um, winning streak, when you're facing a Ryan Tannehill team with no Julio and AJ Brown and Derek Henry you can you can get away with a lot when you're facing a broken down Browns team with Baker Mayfield you can get away with a lot but when you have a team equipped to score points like the Colts were like the Bills were you can't make the mistakes where Barrymore is is jumping on on fourth down and you you can't drop interceptions like JC Jackson did when you're trying to come back. Like little mistakes like that are going to cost you games. Patriots, this this whole season, I know the reporters who don't watch the Patriots at all love to say, Oh, this is uncharacteristic by the Patriots. This is uncare. This is how this has been the Patriots all season. They've been making a lot of dumb penalties. And it's cost them, and it's cost them these past two games when we're talking about. And then when you talk about this defense. Oh my goodness! Are we now realizing how much we miss Jonathan Jones? My gosh!
0: Would have been a perfect game to have him.
1: Did Miles Bryant get chewed up like Thanksgiving dinner? Wow, that was bad. I was, I felt it was, it was getting embarrassing. And the, the thing is, the Bills caught on late. It was probably till like maybe the late in the third quarter. They were like, wait a minute. All we got to do is give the ball to McKenzie. It's a first down. And that just opened up the whole game and the whole passing game for the um for the Buffalo Bills there. And that's why the Patriots lost. I mean, the defense isn't great. The run defense has been Sucks. struggling. <laughs> it's just struggling. Single Terry's not an elite running back. And he was able to get whatever he wanted out there. Josh Allen, you know, he's going to make plays with his legs. And that was a killer. That was a killer for the Patriots there with the linebackers. We're not as fast as you would think you want to be. And Josh Allen was able to extend plays, and Bills played a perfect game, but Patriots were in it. So that's why I wouldn't say they're dead. Patriots were still in this game. A few mistakes, and they could have they come back.
0: Mike, I'm going to throw the same question over to you, but I also want to toss this in. You know, Mac Jones didn't look sharp. Is there any mm-hmm. concern there?
2: Um, <clears throat> so I said it last time we did a show, and I'll say it again. Um, coming out of that Indianapolis game, Mac Jones looks like a rookie quarterback. I know he's been having a pretty solid season for a rookie for the most part, uh coming throughout the throughout the course of the season, but he looked like a rookie in that Indianapolis game. And same thing with this Buffalo game, he looked like a rookie quarterback. Some mistakes, some some, some bad throws, pocket presence, not fully there. Not to say that Mac Jones sucks as a rookie. He doesn't look as bad as some of these other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks in the league, but he did. He definitely looked like a rookie who is spending his first year in the NFL in these last two games for sure. To answer your original question um, to if the Patriots are dead, They definitely reverted back to the team we were watching earlier in the season where, you know, the offense is real slow and stagnant, can't get too many things going consistently and consecutively. um, And the defense just was not showing up. The the Bills, for the most part, from start to finish, had their way with the Patriots um, on offense. Um, I I think, you know, people look at this game, oh, the Patriots defense, they didn't step up. They didn't do this, that. Let's not get it twisted. You're playing against a pissed-off Buffalo Bills team who they heard all the noise coming out of the last loss they had against the Patriots in Buffalo. Um, They heard everything. They were coming in to New England looking for blood, looking for revenge. There's a reason why Stephon Gilmore – I mean, sorry, (laughs) Stephon Diggs – Did what he did uh, after he scored that touchdown and said what he said to the fans. There's a reason behind all of that. There's a reason why when Josh Allen was running and picking up first downs, he was getting up, doing dancing and pointing and this and that. There's a reason for all that. These guys were hyped up, juiced up for this game, and they played great football against the New England Patriots, and they played like a team, like I said, coming for revenge. Um, At the same time, because, yes, this is the Patriots' roundtable, like I said, they look like the team that started the year. Um, a team that we had a lot of question marks about is this team even that good Is can they do this? Can they get far? Can they make the playoffs? There was a lot of question marks. And then like, you know, Marvel's talking about, they hit a surge within those seven games where they got some opponents where they were able to, you know, build momentum, get good wins against, and it looked good. Um, But when it boils down to it, and when this Patriots team faces solid opponents, solid offenses, a run game, uh, quarterback who can get it done with his arm and legs. When solid and strong opponents are put across the field against this Patriots team, do they match up like we would want them to match up? Still a little bit of a work in progress. Offensively, they still have some ways to go. Um, And defensively, I think, unfortunately, it took a couple steps back in terms of what we were used to seeing previous couple of weeks. I don't know where Judon was in that whole game against buffalo judon was nowhere to be found and this is a guy who you know i've seen articles on on bleach report of him getting some some nods for being possible defensive play of the year with how he's been performing throughout the course of the season and yeah he definitely should get looked at but if you look at this buffalo game where was where was judon nowhere to be found there was no type of pass rush um I wouldn't say the Patriots are dead. Obviously it's been a roller coaster ride of a season. Um, they still have a couple games left to go, but I will say that I think we know what type of Patriots team we have. Like there's two weeks left. I think we know what type of Patriots team we have when they're faced up and they're matched up against solid opponents.
0: Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm glad you brought up Matt Judon specifically because I saw a stat and, and, you know, I forget where, who I saw it from on Twitter. So I apologize. Uh, I think Matt Judon's only had one quarterback pressure over these past two games. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm at the point now, especially after watching these past two games, I think this defense partially goes as Matt Judon goes. If he's getting in there and he's getting pressure on the quarterback, and if they're really dominating up front, obviously that really helps out the defensive backs. But it seems like there were times throughout that game on Sunday that it was infuriating to watch. There was, there were times throughout that game where, you're watching Josh Allen have all the time in the world. And obviously, you know, as, as Bryant stunk, McKenzie was burning him the entire day. But when you give the guy five, six seconds, especially a guy with no speed like McKenzie, at all. he's going to get open. He's going to end up getting open. And that's, that's something that needs to be fixed now in this run defense. I know we had all of this talk over this seven-game win streak. Where we're like, all right, great. Well, this defense can really carry this team. 2001 Patriots. Looks just like it. Okay, yeah, and that's great. But you look at the way that running backs handle this defense. They don't just play well against this defense. They handle this defense. We've seen backups do it in Tennessee. We've seen backups do it in uh, in, in in Cleveland. And now we're seeing guys, we've seen Jonathan Taylor, an elite running back in this league, the best one currently active, tears you up. In, you know, Singletary got 39 yards on 12 carries. But with the way that that Buffalo run, uh, rushing offense is, they stink. They shouldn't even get that much on you if you're an elite defense like we like we were saying they were for, for seven games when they were really tearing it up and playing well. And just offense side out of the ball. One of the other bright spots of this of this win streak has been the offensive line. Trent Brown comes back. Things are great. He's playing real well on the right side. But I don't know where that offensive line was on Sunday. They were letting the pocket collapse on Mac Jones. And part of the reason why I think Mac Jones has looked so good over this streak is has been because the offensive line's been playing good. It's been giving him a nice clean pocket. And and for a rookie, that's what you need because he's he's comfortable. He's calm. But he looked rattled at points during that game. He didn't look like he felt comfortable in the pocket. And you saw that with his passes. He was missing passes, you know, this only year one, but he was missing passes he doesn't miss for the most part. He's been deadly accurate this year.
1: I teams have figured it out with Mac Jones. And it was this was going this was bound to happen. No one's afraid of Mac Jones throwing the ball. They're not afraid of him throwing deep because he doesn't throw deep. There's times when he's supposed to and he doesn't. So now what teams are doing is they're stacking the box, whether it's a run or not. So now, as great as this offensive line is, Mac is always going to get pressured until he can prove that he's going to sling the ball. Like, if you look at um the page, how the Patriots played Josh Allen and how the Bills played Mac Jones, it's the complete opposite what were the patriots afraid of the patriots were afraid of the deep ball so they made sure that they were spread they made sure that they would, um stefan diggs was the main focus and all josh allen had to do was dick and dunk to um to either singletary or mckenzie dink and dunk to, and move the chains the opposite was happening on the other field when Mac Jones had the ball. No one's afraid of the deep ball. Obviously, there's no Nelson Aguilar, and that doesn't help. But they weren't afraid of the deep ball at all. And they would just come in, stack the box, and see, see what Mac Jones could do. And he wasn't able to do anything with that. So yeah. it's defenses that figured it out, and that's what all the defenses are going to do from here on out.
2: Yeah, and at this point in his career, like again, like I've been saying, he's a rookie. So like Marv said, There's no fear looking at Mac Jones, that quarterback. No teams fear him at all. So, you know, they'll bring – they'll continuously bring the pressure every time because there's no fear at all, like Marv said. And Mac Jones on his end hasn't showed the confidence or the ability in the pocket or or being able to sling the ball. Like, it's not there yet. Is that something that will come over time as he, you know, gets deeper into his NFL career? I believe so. I mean, he's shown – some flashes here and there. But at this point right now, in terms of who Mac Jones is as a pocket quarterback, it's still a a work in progress. He still needs to improve. And I believe he still will improve and get better, but the pressure is going to be there. And we see once the pressure is coming, just like any quarterback, but especially if you're a rookie quarterback, if the pressure's coming towards you consistently, you will F up. That's just how it
0: is. Right. And, And you know what? thinking about this too i forgot to bring this part up like one of his 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 main go-to target was Nikhil harry which please like i'm sorry at this point guys we already know what Nikhil harry is (sighs) he stinks you don't want him to be the number one guy and i know kendrick bourne didn't practice all week because he was in covid protocols but why was he not out there more i'd rather see i'd rather see kendrick bourne who hasn't practiced all week, than Nikhil Harry, who practiced all week.
2: Yeah, I at this point in time, I don't know what else can be done to try to salvage Nikhil. I won't say his career, but I don't know what else could be done to salvage Nikhil Harry's time in New England. Like, it's over for him. And I know I'm, I'm with the majority who feel that they don't even want to see him suit up for gaming. I'm talking healthy scratches from here on out. I'm so done with that guy. It's 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 beyond me to 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 watch Nikhil Harry on the When I see him, when they break formation, I'm looking at oh, okay, what players are in there, and I see that freaking number one, I'm pissed. That's where I'm at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Nikhil, he needs to switch positions with John o. Smith. <laughs> he's they got a good run blocker. They they have to switch. Nikhil needs to be the tight end and put John o. Smith on the outside. W- one thing about um Josh McDaniels and like they need he needs to get the tight ends involved earlier. Earlier. It, it looks I'm, like we were I back to week see, one. Like I hate seeing Hunter Henry go off late in the second half when this it should have been established in the beginning. John o. Smith, I believe, has zero freaking targets. Some of that's on him. He hasn't been great this year. But another thing, you got to get him involved, especially when you know you're you're depleted on the offensive end. You there's no excuse for Johnny Smith to have zero targets in the game where you need to put up points. It's ridiculous.
0: It's it's it sucked all the way around. It the, watching that offense looked like it was back to week one in week two, week three, week four. Really, before things started to kick off, it was slow. It was boring to watch. And something else, I think that we know that the Patriots kind of need now, and you know, the, again, he didn't really have Kendrick Bourne or Nelson Aguilar for a majority of the game. For Kendrick Bourne's sake, didn't have Nelson Aguilar at all. But the this this offense is so feels so dependent on the two headed monster in the backfield. If they have a great run game going, then that obviously opens up the passing. But with Ramondre Stevenson down last week, and with Damian Harris was down for the Indianapolis game, right? He didn't play. Yep. So you didn't, you haven't had that the past two weeks, and look it. You'll lose both of those games. And I don't know if necessarily having them back in wins you those games, but I think it opens up the offense a little bit more. Now, before we keep going, guys, we got to talk about our friends over at A G. Betaline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Battle line remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code CLNS 50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. And soon, the 2022 season Bet line is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new, amazing offers available Bet online, where the game starts. And now Let me ask you this guys, pick one thing from this team in these past two weeks that has to improve. If you're going to get back on track and if you're going to have any success in the playoffs, because you obviously got the Jags next week. You should beat them. If they don't beat them, you know, cancel the season. They should beat the Jags yeah. this week. Um, and the Dolphins in the final week isn't – it's it's not a layup. This team's cooking. Against yeah. great teams, no. But this team's cooking. They're on a – is it an eight-game win streak now? Seven, I believe.
1: They're, they're fighting for the playoffs.
0: They're in the wild card. Yep. If the season ended today, we'd have three AFC East teams in the playoffs which is wild. If you had to pick one thing from these two crap games that have been terrible to watch, not fun at all, ruins my day just because it's boring. <clears throat> what are you picking that the Patriots need to fix if they're going to have a good playoff push and playoff run?
2: Uh, I, th- I think it's the defense. I, I believe for the most part uh, as the season is getting ready to wind down, the defense has been your calling card, in a sense, like you said early in the show, Nick, there was a stretch of time that we were comparing this team and how they were playing to those early Patriots team. The offense was so so, but the defense was holding it down. If you talk about fantasy football, a lot of people wanted that Patriots team on their fantasy in their fantasy lineup because they had weeks where they were putting up solid points, uh, getting interceptions, causing turnover, other turnovers. Um get into the quarterback. Judon was on a tear. Like, this is a defense that, you know, people would consider at one point in time maybe the best, one of the best defenses in the NFL for a stretch of time. They definitely took huge steps backwards these last two weeks. I think you, you, thankfully, the Patriots should be thankful that they, in a sense, get a layup uh, with their matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars and, you would believe and hope that the defense can get back on track against a sorry ass team like the Jaguars. If there's a team that the defense can find their mojo again, you you're thankful that the Jaguars are next up on the schedule after these two last games that you have. And, and yeah I know the Miami Dolphins the Miami Dolphins are on a roll right now, but I don't believe they're a team that's gonna necessarily go out and put up 30 points on the on the Patriots or something like that. So if there's an area of this team I want to see step up, it's obviously uh defensively because if you are to make some kind of noise, if you are to have a try to have a chance to push deep into the playoffs, it's gonna be your defense. Mac Jones offense, you know, they've kind of been consistent. The whole year round, I mean, obviously you want your running backs to continue to be playing at a high level as long as they can stay healthy, but defensively that's what this 2021 Patriots team, that's their calling card. So you're going to need them to step up. Marv.
1: Yes, i have obviously I mentioned it earlier. I'm wanting to get the tight ends involved. We've been talking about this probably every week in the Patriots roundtable, but if we're going off of the last two losses, it's the penalties. Penalties have been ridiculous, and with this offense that's not great, anytime you get a holding, the I tell myself, "Oh, the drive is over, <laughs> and it's 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 done." Anytime it's a second and long, and you know that Josh is going to run the ball up the middle, no matter what, the drive he loves the hashtag toss, loves it. The drive is over if you get a holding call, or if or if it's third and long, Patriots have not been able to convert these type of players because they don't have the personnel to do it. And th- what happens is you get the three and outs, you're giving other team momentum, and it, it's, it's a killer. These past two losses have been penalties, I think, that have been the main reasons why you haven't been able to win. You've been making second half surges, but they have not been enough due to how limited you are if pitchers can clean up some of these penalties the holding call the unnecessary roughness the jump oh my god jumping when you know the team is going wants you to jump Barrymore's have Barrymore's having a great year a great year that I almost <clears throat> shaved my head when he did that I, I lost I lost it because that's he just not discipline no I still got it I still got it. I'm saying the Patriots aren't discipline, aren't disciplined and it's really weird to think of the Patriots on a disciplined team with Bill Belichick on the sideline. And so I think they need really need to clean up their um clean up their penalties and they'll be fine.
0: No, I, I was going to go with the mental mistakes too, so I, I won't go with that cuz you grabbed it. But I, I was going the mental mistakes these last 2 weeks. Again, it, it looks like they've reverted back to the start of the season where we are like, okay, this, this, this is uncharacteristically the New England Patriots. This is weird. They don't do this. And yeah, you brought it like the, the Barmore jump. That's literally what they're trying to make you do. Get a late jump if you need it. But like that's that's literally what they are trying to do at that point in the game. Um, I'm just gonna go with the with the pass rush. I think they, that's like I said before, it's it, uh, it seems like at this point that the, the defense runs as Matt Judon runs. And Matt Judon for a majority of the season has been awesome. But these past two weeks, he's had one one quarterback pressure. He looks like he's slowed down a bit. And if you can get back, in, and this includes Barmore too, if you can get back to getting pressure on the quarterback and not just giving him 24 hours in the pocket back there to let somebody get open because that's what they've been doing these past couple of weeks. you got to get the pressure back on the quarterback, I think. Because if you do that, you'll shake up the quarterback at least a little bit And you'll make them have to – give them some kind of pressure. Make them think a little bit. Because when you got McKenzie up against uh, Bryant, it's just – it's not going to happen. You're not going to win those football games. I want to ask you this real quick, and then we'll wrap up the show here. You don't have to give a deep explanation. I just want to know this. Just think about the – at one point, you know, the betting odds had the Patriots at the top for going to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Obviously, not the case anymore. You're looking at the AFC. Where would you rank them in the AFC? Just I know, I know, I'm just throwing this at you guys. I didn't ask you beforehand, so just thinking about it. You know, Kansas City, Indianapolis, uh, Buffalo, uh, Kansas City, uh, Buffalo. I mean, who else? Where would you put them in the AFC at this current moment? Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I think you. I have them right right under Tennessee I honestly think Tennessee is a better team than the Patriots I know we beat them real bad when we face them but look if you lose if you lose AJ Brown Julio Jones Derrick Henry <clears throat> you're not going to be the same team um, I think Kansas City's at the top you got Buffalo Tennessee and then the Patriots are right there I think the Patriots can beat any of those teams Um, they've they've proven that if they execute right, they can beat those teams. But if we just want to do rankings, I have them fourth.
0: Mike, what do you got? Yeah. If I have
2: to rank the AFC, I definitely have the Chiefs at the top. Uh, Buffalo, um, Tennessee, Indianapolis has made a surge. So yeah, Chiefs, Buffalo, Tennessee's at the top. And then I kind of have Patriots in the same kind of group with uh, Indianapolis uh even even Cincinnati's making a little late season surge um but I think Patriots are maybe right above them but yeah I think they're right in the same group with Indianapolis so they're definitely like I, I agree with Mar probably fourth or fifth um when you talk about um Indianapolis as well so that's where Since- I have them.
1: Since he's a scary team.
2: Since he's making a late-season surge right now, and Joe Joe Burrows is playing some great football. So they're right there knocking on the door right behind Patriots in Indianapolis, or they're right in the same category with them.
0: Well, so that was the team right there that I was going to mention. I have the Patriots to six. I think Cincinnati is a better team right now. And that offense, they're, they're damn good. Between Jamar Chase, people yeah. people don't realize – Sneaky Joe Mixon Joe Mixon, which we shout out to I us. I told y'all. I
1: told y'all, y'all, y'all to get him.
0: Dragged him before the season for his fantasy bust over ah! the two years before. Dragged him. He looks like the guy that we expected him to be these first two, these, these past couple seasons. People forget how good T Higgins is. T. Higgins wow. is also going to be a problem. He's great. What, he, put up he put up about 190 yards this past weekend yep. with Joey Burrow's 525 yards. This Cincinnati Bengals team is good, is real good. I think Joey Burrow is going to be a problem in this league. I think that offense is going to be nasty for the next couple of seasons. I got the Patriots at six. Like right now, if you're taking their offenses against each other, I I, I worry that I think the Bengals might be able to, especially with the way the Patriots defense has played these past couple of weeks, you think that they're, they're going to keep up with Jamar Chase and T Higgins?
1: Yeah,
2: Cincinnati's set up to be good offensively for the next couple of years.
0: And who's there? Uh, I'm blanking on him. Who's the uh, the tight end? They got a solid tight.
1: Ozoma, Ozoma, something like that.
0: That's probably yeah, solid tight, tight end. end too. Tyler, Tyler Boyd.
1: Tyler Boyd the at the slot.
0: Yes, it's a good football team that got good going on down there success. in Cincinnati. I got the Patriots at six. They have really, really, they've fallen down my ladder these past couple of weeks. Real bad. They don't pitchers,
1: like. Patriots still got Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, Bill Belichick didn't do crap these last couple of weeks.
1: That's okay. When we're talking about the big games, I trust Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, I do too. I guess, but we'll see. I want to know who's calling these defensive plays. I want to know if, like, if we've, you know, because we had the conversation, like, who's who's calling these first couple of weeks? Was it Steve Belichick? Was it Gerard Mayo? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, defense started getting good, and people were like, "Was it Bill Belichick? Did he take it over?" Now we're kind of looking like those first couple of weeks defense. Like, okay, did he give it back? What's and, happening here?
1: The another thing that, um, which is concerning against the Patriots, there's times I'm watching these games and I'm just hoping, like, oh my God, please let them just let them just kick a field goal, but they'll go for it on fourth down. You're just it's begging them to teams are going for it on fourth downs against the Patriots with no hesitation,
2: no fear. You don't no fear.
1: fear at all. Like, okay, they stopped us. We're going for it. And, you, you, and you're nervous as a fan. You're just watching like, yo, just please kick the field goal because they go for it. They're going to get it. And they have. It feels like those games rate. in
0: Madden when you're just getting absolutely torched and then you get them down to fourth down. When you're playing online, you're, you're just so pissed off. And then they go <laughs> for it. It's the fourth and three. Fourth and three. And you know that they're going to get it. If Send your control through the wall. That's how I feel watching this Patriots team on fourth yeah. down. It feels like I'm watching myself in Madden because I stink at Madden. <laughs> Anybody ever comes across me online, mad? And just know you're gonna you're gonna torch me because I stink at that game. Always have, always will.
2: All right, we got anything else? Hopefully, it's a layup against Jacksonville, man. That's all we can, I guess, hope for that they get somewhere back on track
0: against Jacksonville. Anybody know the spread?
1: Do not. Couldn't but I will, I will guess four and a half.
0: You think only four and a half? If it's only four and a half, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I think four and a half.
1: The Patriots, what have the Patriots done the past two weeks?
0: You're right, nothing. But the Jaguars suck. What the hell is this? Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing. I'm clicking on things I shouldn't be clicking. Oh, my God. Minus 15 and a half. What? They had the Patriots <laughs> minus, minus 15. Minus This is betonline.ag. Minus 15 ah, friends, and a half. So <laughs> minus 1,100 Moneyline. <laughs> hey,
1: man. Some some Jacksonville fan might make a lot of money.
0: Hey, 41 and a half, though, on the, on the over-under. I mean, I might hammer that under. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you to our friends at betonline.ag. Nick Quali, Marv Zahn, Mike Molano, guys, we're going to talk to you next week after hopefully a Patriots win. They're pushing for the playoffs now. At one point, they were in first place in the AFC. Now they are in the wild card and we're potentially, they will make the playoffs. I'm not going to say they should, they will make the playoffs. But I'm a little concerned about the future in the playoffs. But I'm just happy about playoff football this year. That's all. I'm just happy about it. I'm grateful. Nick Wally, Marv Zahn, Mike Mono. Guys, we will talk to you next week.
3: Thank you for watching. So visit fanduel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXTSTEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53-342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Or call 1 800 522 4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800 327 5050 for 24 7 support in Massachusetts or call 1 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY in New York.